whatever mate, I'll call you uh, one sec. Okay. Heater off, gotta freaking put my hood up so you don't see how crazy my hair is and judge me for losing my hair on top of my head and having it grow out on the sides of my head. Um, do I lose my hair because I'm a bad person? Or do I lose my hair because I had a bad childhood and haven't had a stable place to live in three years? Hmm, uh, is it, is it because I don't take care of myself? Or is it because I don't have enough money to buy supplements? <sighs> These questions are valid. And they also imply empowerment versus victimization states. They don't have an answer. They're rhetorical. They are things I know we all think about. And it's important to voice and acknowledge these thoughts without needing to ascribe an answer to them or a um, value judgment to them. They're just questions, you know? They don't need an answer. They don't, the questions when they, when you allow them to exist without that need then they, you can start detaching your own attachment from them, my, me attaching my own insecurity around losing my hair, um, yada, 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 yada. You know what I mean? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Formlessness, the show. It's a show. It's not just a podcast. Um, today, I'm going to explain to you my life situation as a um, mean of bringing up more pondering potentials. Um, so speaking of not having a stable place to live, I was living in my car last month um, and I put an ad on Craigslist saying, I'm an artist, I'm homeless, I need a place to live. Someone responded very nicely. Long story short, I'm living in this cabin uh, in the middle of the woods and there's some things about it that are I guess a little creepy um, some iffy little suggestions in the details of the whole situation but nothing that uh, I felt too uncomfortable with. I mean, I felt aware of it and calculated the risks and considering the living situations I've been in and the life situations I've been in, I feel I felt very capable of uh, handling whatever could be brought up. Now, what happened is and I guess like this is setting the scene, setting the stage. And now do I want to tell some, do I want to tell the rest of the story? Or do I want to add some exposition in here? Let me think. Um, 
No, yeah, so here I am living in this cabin. Finally, for the first time in my entire life, I have a place where I feel comfortable making music, which is my only goal in life and something that I have literally been full on committed to finding and I'm, I've gone to the ends of the earth to try and find a place to live where I have the space and the safety and the comfort to make music from a place of pure exploration where I'm not limited by anyone else's perception and judgments of what I'm doing. I can actually experiment and heal myself through um, pure emotional expression, which is what art is. I've also made music with a lot of other people, attempted to develop communities and find people to do this with because I love doing that. It makes so much of a difference. I am, I, I need, I'm don't, I, I'm at the, I'm, I'm at the, the uh, I'm fully saturated in my um, isolation characteristic of my video game character that's me I'm fully isolated and I can't take it anymore so I'm saying but unfortunately I haven't found uh, I haven't been able to find people that that are actually interested in in this sort of unfiltered exploration you know what I mean like uh, yeah this is a bit of a tangent but I'm just saying here I am in this prime situation, the place I've been looking for. I've been living in my car and being homeless and living in crazy like paint art paint studios that are not conducive for making music. Living on people's couches, living with my parents, all this kind of stuff for years and years. And um, here I am finally in a situation where I can make music. And it's a creepy cabin in the woods and there's some I guess how how in detail do I want to go with this? I mean, I suppose here's the the thing. This show has a Patreon. It's not currently active. You're not going to get what's promised on there. But if anybody wants the full story, the actual details and all of the reasoning and the specifics of this later on once you realize the full story, go to the Patreon or let me know in the comments here of this video and I will make another episode on the patreon fully explaining everything but for here i have to continue just talking about things at the level i feel comfortable with sharing with the public so um here i am in this place and i i mean yeah essentially i take drugs i take a drug called 2cb which is a very very beautiful drug and has the two times I've taken it over the course of uh, I guess a year period or probably eight months I've taken it twice uh, very very healing and transformative for me and in terms of aligning my 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 internal organs and my uh, skeletal structure helping me uh, straighten out and work through this some of the scolio all these all these uh issues like scoliosis and like sunken chest cavity and uh, asymmetrical 
shoulders from playing the violin as a child. All this stuff, really great drug, really interesting. What happened to me is I had someone come over to grab something from me that I was borrowing from them during the peak of this experience. And this is a drug where I have, I had been out and about while on it during the, the current day. It was something that I was like very comfortable in. I was having a great trip. I was sort of like near, nearing the end of the peak where my, I was, I was sort of feeling tired and I could sense that my faculties were um, drained. And this person came and, oh man, maybe I do have to tell. Okay, so basically the person that owned this cabin had some stuff in here and had some little things that I saw that were kind of worrying. Things like guns and sex toys. Not necessarily, again, it's like one of these things where it's like, I originally chose to be homeless to deprogram myself from the social status facade of reality. I want to be actually grounded and be able to interact with people without my own fears and prejudices getting in the way. And, and so this was something like where I felt like the energy between me and the, this person was, this person who rented me this place was good. What I'm doing right now is I'm backtracking a little bit and I'm sharing more specific details because I'm realizing that in order for this to make sense at all, I have to share a few of these things. So, um, yeah, this place was a mess. There was, there was like, this place was just like a party cabin. There's lots of uh, alcohol and stuff. And there are these things which I've realized that I feel very uncomfortable with, like guns, potentially like a semi-automatic, I don't know. There's this shit, right, that I'm not comfortable with ultimately, but I'm in this situation and it seems like there's enough distance where I potentially can have safety and I'm in a place where finally for the first time in my whole life I have, I <clears throat> have electricity and uh, uh, a place to make music. So <clears throat> I'm sort of like feeling on edge about this, but it's no problem. It's, it's some, you know... Uh, it's no problem until I'm on this drug. This person comes over. I start telling them about how I'm feeling about the place and they take what I'm telling them and, and exacerbate it immediately by doing two things. One, by taking my thought and imagining a worse situation about it or, you know, taking the spark of what I'm saying, of my slight worries, and continuing that train of imagination on into something, you know, more real and more bad. And two, they... Uh, I, I, I basically cleaned this place up. I had noticed some of these things, but I hadn't gone through any of this person's stuff. And there's like a creepy picture on the wall and there was a note on the refrigerator that was propped up by a magnet. And my friend went, and I was like, 
telling my friend this and my and I hadn't read the note it, it felt wrong to me and it was one of these it's just like an energetic thing where it's like what I'm talking about and the point of this story is talking about how we create reality with our imaginations as when our inner and with our energetic um, contracts that we make with our actions and our intentions so I was in this situation where I was navigating it within a realm that allowed me space to continue living here, be in my own zone. Maybe this person is a good person. Maybe this person is a bad person. It doesn't matter. I've set up my boundaries in the relationship of this landlord in a, in a way that I feel comfortable with. This person, this other person comes in who used to be my friend or, well, I, who I once thought was my friend, but never was my friend. Um, they came over and in my attempts to, to get emotional support and just talk about what I'm thinking about at the moment and make conversation, uh, this person exacerbated the situation imaginally and also went and opened the note, which is something that I didn't feel was in, in integrity to me. In my per in my energetic contract with the situation, this 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 note was opened, and that sparked my imagination into free fall anxiety paranoia that I'm going to get murdered. <clears throat> Essentially, was like is what it comes down to, or that you know this place is not safe. There's like underlying things going on here that I that are potentially very scary and dangerous and, and, and bad and whatnot I mean so this is that this is the situation right this is what happened I'm not saying those things are true again I'm not putting this on anybody but I'm saying imaginally and emotionally what happened is I went from dealing with the situation energetically in a way that I was comfortable and that was in alignment for my energetic contracts to being incepted with an imaginational idea that was more dark and scary than something that would have come from my own imagination and also having a physical boundary being crossed by someone without uh, asking my permission or you know acknowledging that that was something that's happening which then exacerbated everything else now keep in mind i'm on a drug right now okay so i've also been in this similar situation before many times especially like younger like high school era there's a lot of this kind of stuff going on i think you know am i gonna in high school there's a lot of situations where it's like am i gonna be a, a good kid or a bad kid am i gonna vandalize and destroy this shit or am i not or am i gonna tattle on on these kids or am i not what you know and that's something that i really uh I feel like I'm pretty strong about understanding my energetic contracts. <clears throat> so, um, basically, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you, I'll let you in on, I'll tell you the, the, uh, the end of the story right now, or the meaning of the parable right now, and then I'll, and I'll finish. But the meaning is, the point of what I'm, uh, of why I'm sharing this and what I've learned from this is that. Potentially, if I'd not been on drugs and that had happened, it wouldn't have destroyed my psyche. But 
being on a drug that completely blasts open my energy, my emotional energy through my body and having that experience during that moment created an imprint on my psyche. Now, and, and, what, and what I've, and I guess the takeaway from this is that um, validating your emotions and intuition is very important and very real always it's it is real uh intuition and emotional safety and 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 yeah and energetic contracts and stuff just like valuing and validating those and i'm just here to say that those things are real and that you when you feel these things being off acknowledge that and handle that and deal with that and don't because okay so that's what i would say and then i'll finish so basically that happened i felt paranoid in the moment and scared when i read what was on this note and what and i heard what, what this person what this, this person who had come over was was you know imagining about the situation and and I even did what normally would undo that kind of thing, which is say, I am happy to have a place to live. I'm not trying to go crazy. I'm not trying to be anxious or paranoid. I don't really know what's going on here. I'm just going to try. And that, that was my original intention before. And again, it was like this thing. If I hadn't broken this physical thing of looking at this note, I think I would have gotten away. But because I was there and that energy met physicality and tangibility in an action that was taken on my behalf but without my permission uh that really changed things and 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 basically what wound up happening is like that happened i was thinking about it was in the back of my mind i I was still just like doing my conscious work of just um enjoying being here and making a lot of music and, and whatnot and then like a couple days later I smoked weed here and the I had a complete mental breakdown, nervous breakdown. I mean, I I had come home that day and the door was open because I had forgot to latch it. Again, it's like I'm new living here and there's like a weird thing with the door, but I couldn't exactly remember if it had been me. And so when I come home, the door's open. I don't think anything of it. I'm like, I obviously messed it up and just didn't close it when I left in the morning in a rush. But then I smoke weed and I have this this imprinted suggestibility uh, thumbprint that was left on my emotional system. It comes back full force and I have a complete mental breakdown, which is something like a mental breakdown in terms of paranoia, anxiety. I'm con- I was convinced that there's someone hiding in the upstairs bedroom with potentially a gun and I was too afraid to go look because I thought if they had a gun I would be dead by the time I looked and I wound up calling 911 and now this is a little tangent because and I guess this is like a secondary message that ties in with this that I go through a lot in many different areas and it is that I guess it can be best explained by saying that 
I was having a full paranoid nervous breakdown, which is something I've never really had. I've never uh, had paranoia or anxiety that I couldn't process through or see beyond or realize that it was in my own consciousness. And again, it's like I'm here sitting here now saying like it it's not it it's weird to call it even I'm, I'm, I'm like an anxious breakdown because. I mean, it is technically, but it also is something that, like, it has, it's founded in reality, you know? Yes, it is exacerbated, but it's not based on nothing. And this is a situation where I'm, I'm in often where it's like, I was fully having this panic. I was, like, frozen, trying to, like, I locked the door, barricaded the door of my bedroom, all this crazy shit. And... I wound up calling 911 because I knew that it was a gesture to show myself that I care about myself and that I um, I care about my safety. And it was a very hard struggle to do this because I knew that it would most likely turn out in me being shamed for having a nervous breakdown. This is after I had struggled with calling a friend or calling family and I called some people and they didn't answer and like, and um, yeah, that was one of these things I struggled with a lot and I wound up doing it and doing it, let me tell you, was a huge change and relief for myself at a very deep level and lifelong level where it did represent this sort of commitment and gesture I have to take care of myself, which is something that I really lack and struggle with and probably plays into why my hair is falling out. Um, and why, well, maybe, I don't know. But so blah, 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 coming back to the tangent, <laughs> coming back to the tangent, what a silly thing um basically what i'm saying is there's all these situations in life where doing the right thing for me involves being seen in a light that is not necessarily the best and being judged by people and again if you want more detail i also have recordings of my conversation with the police officers. If you want that in more detail and the full story of all this, uh, leave a comment or subscribe to the Patreon. When I have, when someone new subscribes to the Patreon, uh, how about that? If anyone subscribes to the Patreon on any level, I'll, I'll put this up. I'll put up this new episode explaining everything and sharing all the stuff. I also, there's also some really funny details. Yeah. And I, including my 911 call, a really funny thing happened that, that I won't share. But, um, yeah, I guess the lessons that I've taken away from this are that when you are in an emotionally vulnerable state and somebody gives you a perspective that is imprinted on your psyche, at least when I'm on this drug. But I'm pretty sure just when you're, you know, like imagine like after having sex or 
whenever you're in a really open, vulnerable place and somebody says something to you that puts a picture in your mind, that potentially uh, can get rooted deep in your psyche. I think, I guess the, the interesting thing I want to go back to is just the fact that I've been in like a lot of very dangerous situations. It sucks, but it's because I've committed to living as an artist in America and everything about that is adverse to my survival, essentially. Um, I guess maybe that's a misnomer as well, and I think that's why I've suffered so much, is because what I really should be saying is that I am a healer, and that's true. I got that confused, and that's messed me up for the last 10 years, because I that is my true intention. I heal myself and other people through artistic expression, but I've chosen to call myself an artist, and that's not worked out. There's a lot of tangents going on. There's a lot of I've sort of lost the the line of thinking that was momentuming this original. But, um, yeah, you know, I guess I'll just reiterate. It's like acknowledging and validating, taking care of your subtle system in terms of emotional intuition really paying attention to that stuff because i'll say this for sure even though even in situations in in all these other situations where it hasn't culminated in such a drastic uh end because now it's like i'm still living in the same place and i've been living here and i had another breakdown last night without even smoking weed and i'm realizing that i have to leave this place because well, I don't necessarily have to, but I'm choosing to leave this place because it has such a toll on my emotional system. Like deep in my psyche, I don't feel safe being here and I need to respect that even though it might not be founded in something. I must, I need to respect and care for my subtle, sensitive aspects of, of being alive. And that's that's the point. Um, that's, that's the message I want to get across. And then the other one is that there's a balance between being open and transparent and not manipulating yourself to gain a certain perspective from someone else or trying to get something from someone else or trying to make someone feel something about you there's a balance between doing that and being so open and blunt and honest that you share things it's like oversharing and um i've been on both sides of that and I, and i play both i've played both sides of that at like second after second where i've been talking to someone i really care about and there's such an urge and tendency for me to w want to share how I feel and then that gets that gets uh, uh, hijacked by my insecurity and my uh, these, these like low self-esteem patterns that I'm still allowing to run in my system where I I sort of overdo it and I like over uh, I, I over 
express how much I care about this person because I'm insecure and I want them to like me. But then I realize that I'm doing that and I try and counteract that by saying that. And I think this this is a really beautiful and amazing thing to do and to play, but also it is a delicate balance and it is not a one stop shop, one trick pony. Neither of those are it's not a it's not a one size fits all thing where it's like I, I I've I'm I've lived in this way where it's like I'm gonna just be completely open, completely transparent, completely blunt, not play into any manipulations and share everything about myself with everyone. And that last part has gotten me into trouble where I share information just like in this story, I share information about what I'm going through with people who do not have my best interests in mind, who don't care about me, who are only interested in their own, whatever their own will is without caring about how it impacts other people or caring about other people in general and their experience and, and without taking that into account. A lot of people are functioning on that level, unfortunately. And that's something where like being completely transparent has gone against me and where I realized that playing this subtle balance of sharing, of keeping an open heart, but keeping the energetic contracts in your own reality very aligned and functional and holistic for yourself, for your personal self, doing whatever you need to do to be comfortable and uh, enlivened and empowered and perceiving yourself um, and your life in, in a way that is uh, in alignment with your soul, you could say, or just what you want or something that is not limiting or, or distorted or shameful or anything like this, like developing that entire reality for yourself and also being open-hearted and willing to share the truth of who you are and playing these dynamics, going back and forth, being able to truly switch between the two while also fully fulfilling the cyclic energetic functions of the two. When I've been too open-hearted, my internal reality structure and my boundaries, my energetic boundaries and my energetic well-being starts to uh, flounder or whatnot and uh, vice versa when this is how this is how I've been for most of my life where I've been very in my internal world very much establishing my my uh, context of self-perception with myself and my and who I am to myself and I have had my heart closed off to other people. I haven't been able to willingly share um, and be open with people because of my own uh, trauma and, and pain of, of, again, going back to being really open-hearted as a young kid and then having uh, people sabotage and manipulate and uh, fuck with me. It's just never-ending, you know? It's like these these two energetic dynamic relationships that we have in our own experiences and 
again, talking about it, sharing it, is beautiful. I love it. I love it and I get to enjoy it when I don't think that there needs to be an answer and when I don't think that one thing is good and the other one is bad and when I realize that they are two equal opposing forces that can be um, worked with and melded together to create a balanced relationship. So I'll leave you there with that. I hope you're having a life. Is that funny? Oh, God. Please um, like this video on YouTube. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. There's a bunch of stuff going on there, like, you know, videos, <laughs> audio of, the, of this, and also video, and also short clips, and live streams will be happening as well. Follow the Instagram, formlessness.space. Follow the Twitter, formlessness. Um, what else? What else? What else? This is the first episode that's truly in the conscious sphere. Um, and that is because I'm using a clickbait title. I called 911. Hey, I made it to the conscious sphere. Conscious sphere. Conscious sphere. All right. Much love. Peace. Uh, we are all interconnected as one system able to, each of us uniquely able to autonomize and experience the space of our lives without limitations and without edges. And we're all capable and designed to fully embody our own uniqueness and our own autonomous choices and conscious creation of our reality inside of also being connected, all truly connected to one another and feeling each other and being influenced by one another. And yeah, that relationship is uh, evidenced by the state of planet Earth and we must realize the impact that our conscious autonomous choices have on the collective whole. So, yeah. Bye, love you, bye. <laughs>